Network, official Rock Blaster Network, I should say. Uh, we're coming to you live from Everyday Heroes, <clears throat> excuse me, the series that covers all things informational, educational, but still very fun. Today we're going to get some help from a man named Tony Robbins, and we're going to learn about making a productive day and talk about some of the things we do as we chat. So, without further ado, bam. Hello everybody, I'm Rob. This is Everyday Heroes, the series that covers all things educational. And I just lost my, uh, <laughs> where did my uh, thingy go? There it is. It would help if I had my website. All right, well, this is the series that covers all things educational, informational, and fun. And today, how do you plan your day? Well, let's see what Tony Robbins has to say, but wait, there's more. We got somebody else who likes to plan her day. Probably more than anybody should. I call her mom. You can call her whatever you feel like, I guess. All right. So, planning your day. TonyRobbins.com. Um, apparently another man that I like to read off of that I don't realize I like to read off of because half of my things come from him. Thank you, Tony there Robbins. You go. And apparently he's actually touring next year. So if anybody wants to see him, go see him. All right. So Tony Robbins is obviously a man who knows how to motivate get the masses going. And uh, he's, the blog starts off with, life is what happens while you're busy making other plans, which is why he's talking about planning your day. So if you want to create more time for fun, improve your productivity, or just set a couple goals, let's see what he recommends you do. Number one, think ahead. Apparently he says human beings have limited willpower. I guess I can agree with that. Uh, he says, when you attempt to plan your day out in the morning, you deplete your supply of willpower first thing. Why do that to yourself when you can plan it out the night before? By giving yourself a heads up for what tomorrow is going to look like, you don't really have to do anything in the morning other than get up and go. Um, he says this doesn't mean you necessarily have to schedule everything out one by one. But give yourself a general idea of what you want to do. People like the late Steve Jobs and Barack Obama apparently wore the same thing every day. Why? Because it was one less thing to worry about. Mm -hmm. So thinking ahead, I'd say I probably agree with that one. Yeah. Um, thinking ahead for most of the stuff, whether it's ours, that we're, videos we're doing together, whether it's our personal daily life. Right. Um, I'd say pretty self-explanatory here, right? Um, right. It, I, I think I think that um, again we always say do what works for you. Um, in right. my I do this I do it the night before and I because I want to make sure that I'm I'm going to be ready to go the next morning when I wake up and sometimes I don't know what my schedule looks like so I absolutely look at my calendar and then put down the couple of things that I absolutely have to get done the next day. Yeah, we have a thing we call daily dreams. It's basically what we're going to do the next day. So if we ever get sidetracked or forget what we have to do, we can pop into the kitchen, check our board and go, oh, we got to get that done. And it's just one way to remind you without having to remember too much. Number two, embrace those rituals, whether it's morning exercise like we do, whether it's meditation like we do, or whether it's journaling or walking the dog, keep those rituals in play. 98% of the time. Now, obviously, if something comes up and you have to shift your day, all good. No right. problem there. Right. But if you keep doing something over and over again, 
I guess in a way, ritual and habit kind of are the same word because once you do the ritual enough, it just kind of becomes becomes a habit, habit, right? (laughs) Um, He says, though, like building any new habit or ritual, manage your schedule and take consistency. It takes consistency, I should say, to make it second nature. So again, coming from somebody who's a motivational speaker, this is probably the, you know, motivational speaking 101. Do the things over and over so that way they just become something you do. Is he saying um, how long it takes a habit to to be created? Because there's different. Um, he didn't parts. focus it here, but I know I think either it's from you or something I read. But about a week or two, twenty one days, twenty one days, yeah, something like that. I know I've talked to my therapist about it. You do it enough, but even she said once, depending on who you are and depending on how your brain is, you might only need a couple of days to get into it, and then it just becomes right. second nature. So. If you're lucky enough to have one of those kind of brains, cool. But I think a week or two is kind of the standard of it. And pick things, again, that are going to be easy to do. You know, you don't need to build the Eiffel Tower. You don't need to run a 5K marathon. Um, If that's what your goal is, then cool. But break up those goals into the bigger goal. And that's where the rituals come into play. Number three, we've talked about this one before, uh, the minimalistic life, slowing down. Mm-hmm. Um, he says as helpful as technology can be, it's not always so helpful. Sometimes a nice pen and paper, or in our case, a dry erase board and a marker are much better ways to do what you got to do. Um, you always talk about your, um, uh, bullet journaling or your listing, whatever. That's the slowing down part, doing those type of things that basically you don't do anymore because you don't need to or can't. It's funny, when I did the 1950s video, one of the things they said was like, this was the time when kids wrote letters to each other. And I'm like, nobody writes a letter. Weird. Um, But the idea here is basically that. Pretend like you are back in time. You only have so many limited sources. Right. Use that paper. Use that typewriter. Use whatever. Um, And slow yourself down. And I don't know if, if it was from somebody else, but I think personally... When you have to stop and wait and write, you are forced to slow mm-hmm. yourself because you have to make sure what you're putting to paper or board or whatever is going to make logical sense for you later. So when you wake up the next morning, you don't look at it and go, what did I write? So, yeah, there's a woman, her name is Julia Cameron, and she talks about morning pages and she talks about being intentional by writing longhand writing okay, out okay. what, you know, just stream of consciousness was letting it all come out. And I think the same thing with me, I always take copious notes. I write my notes, even though everything is on the computer. I find if I write it first and then read it, I can extrapolate, you know, those, those thoughts that I, I do want to hold on to. So I, I agree, slowing it down, longhand, write it down. I would say when it comes to non-work, because for me, work, I think it's easier to have it on my, my phone. But I think generally speaking, yeah, I would have to agree when it comes to general daily life uh, chores, whatever you got to do, writing it down on something or notating it somewhere. Uh, um, or what I like is for, you know, for me, we write each other notes here. And it's kind of like, you know, one thing that I have a problem with is always sharing. So I literally have a note that she wrote me saying, share your thoughts, even if they're silly, even if they're whatever, share your thoughts. And after having that note on the table where we usually sit and eat for almost a year now, I do it now. 
like just subconsciously. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to read the note anymore. I do because it's a cute note, but I don't need to read the note anymore because generally speaking, right. it already happened. So even if it's not a note that is specifically, you know, like, oh, pick up dry cleaning, even if, and for, you know, maybe it's better to have a note from a loved one of just, you know, reminding you, hey, do this. Those are the kind of things that do make you stop and think because you go, wow, they took the time out of their day to write this. There you go. They're thinking about you, all that stuff. And now you just do it. So, And how does it make you feel, right? And then it makes you feel really good. Exactly. You're like, hey, it makes you feel good and you want to do it more. Number four is something I think everybody would agree with. Find the tools that work for you. I'm laughing because the picture they have is one of the stock photos of a guy in his iPad scrolling through (laughs) random graphs that probably don't mean anything to anybody. But find the tools that do work. So, for instance, I separate the tools I have for work versus other stuff. For work tools, it's really phone and computer Um, I do have stuff I hook up to my computer as far as systems and whatnot, but there's not a lot of things I need for the work because everything is compact. However, tools for regular schedule programs like your chores, like your pets, writing it down. Um, We have all of our dog, you know, stuff in in one place. So when it is time to feed them for dinner, their bowls, their medicines, their stuff is all right there. The tool we used is basically we got one of those pier one kind of like dresser things. So tools are going to be vague because it's going to have to go to what you do. So you, I would say you like the journal thing, right? You do a lot of your. Right. And apps, phone apps are tools for me. Phone apps are tools. So my, my meditation tools, my, uh, you know, in work, I have work tools. I know you said the computer and, and your, your phone, but even within the tools that I use on the computer, I have a signature program that I use on my, on my email. I have certain things that I use for that. We use Rob. We're both, we're on Restream right now. That's a tool that you use for your business. So I, I think we can take it from the general and then get, I like, you know, the minutia. They call me M squared, Mama Minutia. Because um, I get into the details. I make you crazy, I know. But but the point is, is that there is, there's the general tool that we that we might use, the computer, our phones, our cars. You know, those are all tools. Right, that's true. Yeah. What are the things within those things that right. actually make those things work? The computer's not going to work without a program. I mean, it's going to work. Yeah, and he actually talked about in his blog time management because he actually has a time management app that he made, but he recommends any kind of time management app or tool because it usually, you know, internet stuff happens, but usually those type of things you can use that will make the unfocused mind a little bit more focused. So, you know, yeah, but you're right though. So there's the general things that everybody will use, whether it's pen and paper or your computer, but you're right. There are things you want to use, um, nail down that maybe only you or I would use because what we do, somebody else might use something different. Number five, use the chunking or piecing method. Basically, break it down into chunks. The funniest uh, meme I saw was literally a guy who was building with brick and mortar and he was chunking it out. And literally somebody drew a cartoon of like the one brick here, one brick here. And that's what it was. Um, It's a really weird word and not really a fan of that because it sounds kind of gross, but really the breaking down of your pieces. Think of it as like a Lego. Each individual Lego builds the bigger set. But without the tiny pieces, you won't have the bigger set. Same thing goes for the technique. Right. Break the things down, whether it's work, life, whatever. Uh, what were we going to say on that one? Well, so, uh, Brian Tracy wrote a book called Eat That Frog. 
And how do you eat a frog? One bite at a time. And it's an analogy. It's that you chunk it. That's exactly what it's a great book, by the way, it is that you chunk it down to small little pieces. And that also goes to your night, night before, right? Write down those pieces that you, you know how many pieces are in that frog. So right. take those pieces and write them down for the next day. I mean, you can even go like, let's say you have to leave for work, pick out your clothes, make your lunch. Those are two things you don't have to do. You just get dressed, grab your food and go. Right. That right. can also be piecing out your thing because right. why bother wasting time in the morning when you can just throw something in your lunch bag, have it ready. Number six on his list, setting boundaries. So whether it's your work day, your week, regular weekday or whatever, give yourself realistic time frames to get it done. Right. For instance, um, and I'll use this one because Skeeter is a very hairy dog. We can't wash him regularly here because it's very hard. However, we can't just necessarily go bring him into a PetSmart to get a bath for him. Also, most of the time they're, they're out months because they're so busy. So, Ahead of time, if you, you know, he's all white, so he gets dirty very quickly. We will discuss, okay, he's not initially dirty now, but let's set up a time for him to go in in a couple weeks right. just to make sure it works. That way you're not scrambling around to get it done and you don't end right. up with a dirty dog. Um, could be a haircut, could be your bill. You know, Paying your bills. Paying your bill. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love now because, you know, for instance, whether it's the gas company, whether it's Verizon, you if you don't have it, then you can actually set it up. So what I do oh. is I'll have it go out later. I don't have to worry about it. I know at that point, you know, the money will come in and I've already paid a bill, paid a bill. It'll be paid later, but I don't have to worry about it. So in my calendar on my phone, I will have it to be paid, I don't know, a week or two before it's due. Mm -hmm. Because I can schedule it out three days right, before. Right, right. So that's actually a perfect one. So whether it's a chore, whether it's a bill, whether it's a work thing, this morning, you know, we went out three weeks for our videos coming out. We didn't have to, but we have the titles now. One less thing to, right. you know, to and do. Because I like to, and I know you are the same way, I like to feel organized. I like to know that what, what we're doing next and I get, it, it makes my skin crawl if I don't actually know what I'm doing next. I'm just one of those kind of people. So this next one, I have not heard it before, but it's take massive action. He calls it the massive action plan. He says, ditch your to-do list and make that. So I'm going to actually open that up in a link really quick. So he says, your map will help you ensure the activities that end up on your schedule are goal-oriented and connected back to the purpose that you're trying to do. So really... Okay, so really it's, he says ditch the to-do list. It's really just a more elevated to-do list, but more focused on your points of life at hand. So this could be twofold. This could literally be a map just for your work, or, you know, some people are like, I want to write a comic. I want to, you know, start a business. Your map could lead you to doing that. Before right. writing that comic, you got to learn how to draw. You got to right. learn how to write. There's right. plenty of tools, programs that you can use to do that. Right. So for me personally, obviously, I'm not going on the full grand scale. However, you know, making an overall to-do list that I don't have to change, that's kind of my regular daily activities, mm -hmm. which on our sheet we have, there's things that we never erase because for all purposes, you do them daily or you do them weekly right. without change. Um 
you know, would you say, would you say same thing? Like for life versus work, it, I guess it depends on what you're using it for, but you theoretically could do it for both. Yeah. You just have to know what your end game, I guess is. Right. You just, right? You're, scheduling, you're, you're literally scheduling in advance and you know, you're scheduling daily and you're scheduling in advance so that it doesn't clutter up your head anymore. It's that you, yeah, he actually know. says the one thing it'll do is improve your focus so that way you'll be more at the task at hand on the day. Yeah. And yeah, you'll go back to look at it, but you're not going to be worrying about it because it's the overall goal. It's not the minute to minute type of thing. Right. Agreed. Lastly, prioritize yourself. So this kind of goes into the setting boundaries and blocking off time. Really give yourself some moments throughout the day, exercise, eating right, meditation, self-care, doesn't matter what it is. Pick the things you do to make the day go by easier. Uh, for instance, today I waited a little bit later to come on with you to come on. Gave me some time just to chill on the couch and relax. Don't right. really do that a lot. So it was kind of fun to do that for a few minutes. But more importantly, it'll give you time to reframe what you got to do later that mm -hmm. day or maybe later in the week. Now we're already at the end of the week. So obviously we're thinking next week. Um, but yeah, prioritize what you want to do when you want to do it. The plus side to having a calendar is you can put both fun and work, or in my I, case, I, I was like just going to say that. Yeah, I was on, just going to say that. Block off know. time for yourself. Block off time for yourself on your calendar. Yeah. Literally do a time block and say, this is the time that you literally look at your calendar. Oh, I'm supposed to exercise now. Or, oh, I'm, I, I'm going to. Exactly. Gonna, I was just kidding. Right? Every morning, no fail. Every time in the afternoon, you have that time where you do it. And even if you don't want to, you just do it because you realize afterwards, you're like, oh, I needed that little bit of a, uh, right. a and break you're of. You're important. And I think when you forget to put yourself on the calendar, you kind of lose sight of yourself. I think this is actually a really important topic that we forget, you know, everything else is going around. We're, we're going to go run an errand for that person and we're going to go do that. But what did you do for yourself? So put it on your calendar. There you go. Sounds good. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today from Everyday Heroes under the official Rob Glasser Network. Uh, YouTube and Twitch is where you can find me. Go ahead, click that subscribe. Anywhere podcasts are sold, you can find my mom over here as well. Next week, we have a brand new set of fun, but not to fear. Tomorrow and Sunday, we still have videos to go, so you will see us then. Until tomorrow, guys, have a wonderful day. Thanks for watching, and stay curious. Bye, guys.